everyone, and welcome to Timeline Scavengers, the podcast specifically designed to last forever. I'm James Anderson, one of your hosts. And I'm Colin Parker, and I'm waiting on the train to go by. <laughs> that was incredible timing. Is that the last one? Nope. And I'm Colin Parker, your other host. On this show, we're going through the MCU in historical order, scene by scene, until the end of time. Colin, we have yes, James. successfully created a Captain America. We have awkwardly uh, touched a Captain America's chest. and mm, Yes, we have. Oof, um, and now it's time for the aftermath. Um, <laughs> I mean, listen, I just want to say... That scene, I'm, I'm sure I will have mentioned it by now. Yeah. That is a highly steamy moment, and not just because of all the steam coming out. Of <laughs> exactly, the- and not just because of that. That is, I feel like that was like a great example of some like chemistry in like well, literally in like MCU. I mean, she yeah. couldn't help herself. Like, <laughs> right? Haley Atwell was just like, oh my. Fucking! Oh, I am yep. so sorry. Yep. Oh, that's so inappropriate. Yeah. He's like, hell yeah, <laughs> it worked, baby. Evans back you at thought, it again. He's like, you thought Human Torch was hot? Ooh, Oof. no, baby, touch this. Although one. I will say that one scene where Human Torch flirts with that girl is incredibly hot. It is. Um, it is. Yeah. All right. The thing is, he was pretty cut in that film. For sure. You know what I mean? I mean, and then he's never not been. No, that's true. Yeah. Although it's funny, I saw him in a commercial for Buzz Lightyear recently where mm-hmm. he's like, right before the trailer starts, it's like him being like, hey, it's me, Chris Evans, you know, voice of Buzz Lightyear. Just want to let you know something about the movie. It's like, we'll see you there. And then like the trailer starts. And it is interesting that when you aren't training to be Captain America sure. sized, how much mass you do lose. I mean, he's still a big guy, yeah. but I was like, wow, you actually like it's you're not as big as you yeah. used to be. Um, so it is interesting how quickly you can lose that kind of For mass, sure. but still big, big beefy. Yeah, boy. absolutely. Um, but God, that you're here's the thing: Captain America one, and then Civil War. Mm. I think those are the two movies where he has looked the most ripped. Yeah, I think I've ever seen almost anyone until Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. I was like, holy hell! Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Anyway, we're not here to talk about how who's the most cut right in. Marvel. As, that's sorry. Especially that's since we, we possibly talked about that with. Uh, oh, we don't have a, a guest yet. We possibly talked about that uh, in the last scene with by ourselves. Person. Yeah, <laughs> I think we're gonna do it by ourselves. We'll have done it okay. by ourselves. All right. So here's what happens. You're gonna start with Captain America thirty-seven forty-three. After uh, he says, "I feel taller," uh, it cuts away, and it's going mm-hmm. to go through thirty-eight thirty-eight. Um, when Steve Rogers looks like he's a lion about to pounce. So hell yeah. Phillips approaches Brant asking him how he likes Brooklyn now as Brant gazes at Steve with an, with almost as much lust as Pezzy as Peggy did moments before. <laughs> <laughs> Pezzy? Pezzy. I know that was I know that was just a, a like essentially like a verbal typo. Yeah. But Pezzy is really funny. Yeah. Slip of the tongue. <laughs> All right. Uh, mm. Brant says he can think of some folks in Berlin who are about to get very nervous. Um, I have no idea who he's talking he's about. He's like, <laughs> it's it's me, actually, is what, he, is what he's me. thinking. Brant shakes Erskine's hand as Fred Clemson looks on ominously. 
Just then, Erskine looks over at Clemson and recognizes him. Clemson pulls out a lighter, opens it, and presses a trigger that blows up the upstairs observation area. Everyone hunkers down to avoid broken glass. There is one test tube of super serum left in the rack. Clemson grabs it, turns, and shoots Erskine twice in the chest. Clemson runs up the stairs and shoots an MP. Steve clambers over the crowd to give chase, and Peggy shoots at Clemson twice, hitting him once in the arm and maybe missing on the second shot. I don't know. Steve goes to Erskine's side. Clemson runs down the hall towards the exit and shoots another MP on the way. Peggy is running after him, and Steve is having a Luke-slash-Obi-Wan moment with Erskine. Erskine says nothing but points to Steve's chest. It's what's inside that counts, and then dies. Steve looks up towards where Clemson ran with the steely eyes of vengeance. I really like that, though, because it is such a good callback to the scene that they have in the barracks. Absolutely. And it's like such a powerful like moment where of just like a simple movement. Yeah. It is fascinating how much can be said in just that little. Touch, Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. And there's no, there's it's unambiguous what it means. Like there's no, there's mm-hmm. no mistaking. No question. Yeah. Let's talk about, let's, let's go, let's use that as a jumping off point. So, okay. I'm going to read you um, an excerpt of this uh, scene Two excerpts of the the scene from the novelization, uh, which are very similar, but a little bit different. Mm -hmm. Do you want to talk about the segment? Are we making this into a segment? Oh, uh, sure. Uh, As you know, that I've I've been reading a couple of segments, a couple of uh, bits of the novelization as we've been going. Uh, I think that we're going to call this segment. That's a novelization idea. Um. Which is just clunky enough to be a great segment title. It's a, it's a that's a James yeah, title, absolutely for like. sure. Um, In the best possible way. <laughs> that it's a James. You said it, it's a James title, so it's fine. Mm-hmm. That is the best. <laughs> and so I'm gonna. I've been doing it all, you know, since the beginning. But but we officially decided to start making it a, a thing. Right. Um. And this is this is an as of today, May fifteenth. Right. Exactly. Twenty twenty two. We are and the this one in in this scene and in the next scene from Captain America, which we'll get to in, in a, a, a you know a release or two. Um, there are some crucial differences that I was very excited to find. So, Ooh. glancing quickly around to make sure no one was looking, he pulled out a lighter. With a flick of his thumb, he opened it, revealing a button instead of the usual wick. Erskine heard the sound through the chatter in the lab and turned. He knew that sound. His eyes grew wide. He also knew that person. His name wasn't Fred Clemson. His name was Kruger, and he was a Hydra agent. Erskine saw Kruger at the same time the other man saw him. An evil smile spread across Kruger's face, and his thumb pressed down on the lighter. Then he threw it. No! Erskine shouted, but it was too late. The observation room exploded. So, that's that part. And then, the part that we were just talking about, Erskine's death... I. It, We'll talk about it in a sec, but I want to get to this too. Wait, can I actually ask a quick question? Yeah. Does he in the movie throw the lighter after he does that? I have a, a note about that in the next scene with Steve's chase. I don't have a note yes, about it. Okay. I, right. Cause I, the thing, okay. I don't want to fully reveal it necessarily, but at the same time, I do want to point out that this action comes back. It comes back. So I'm perhaps curious, a couple like, times too many. The same. Is it the same one, or is it each time it has to be a different? Cut this, cut this. But my question yeah. for for is, this is a spoiler. Yeah. Also, how does this is also a spoiler? Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yikes! All, All right. right. So 
Erskine's eyes moved toward the door. He was having trouble focusing them. Steve could see that. Erskine managed to whisper the name Kruger, and then his eyes closed. So I skipped the part where he huh. taps his chest, but Kruger's last... Oh, so he does, he does tap do his chest, for sure. Okay. And then he whispers the name Kruger. So in the novelization, they establish that this guy's name is Kruger. Mm-hmm. In the movie, they don't do that at all. He's listed right. in the credits and on IMDb as Kruger. But they don't list him as being named, like, it's not, oh, that guy's named Kruger or whatever. Do you think that they just cut it for time or something? Because it doesn't matter. Or, I think they did. Yeah. I, it, 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 um, offsets it it sort of cheapens erskine's death if his last word is kruger mm-hmm. kruger yeah that does kind of suck but and yeah you know, it doesn't matter actually i uh remind me of that of of the, of the fact that they don't name yeah. him in the movie please remind me of that in two episodes okay and i i because i, I, I want to talk about that again but like in a different context okay all right, so first of all, I have to make the obvious uh, reference that his alias is Fred Clemson and his last name is Kruger, so Freddy Kruger. That's just that's just one thing right off the, off the top. Second, let's talk about Heinz Kruger as he appears in the comics. Uh-huh. Uh, so the thing that, that really was getting to me is the novelization comes from the script. Like the the the, right. the person who no, who is novelizing, which I don't know that I've ever used that as a gerund before, but the person who is doing the novelization uh, gets a copy of the script and 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 goes from there and makes it into a novel. Um, mm-hmm. So Kruger was in the script, but like why? And that's because Heinz Kruger is the name of the guy that killed Erskine in the comics. However, mm. so he appears in. Captain America Comics number one as an unnamed Gestapo agent. And uh, over his 15 appearances in Marvel Comics, which means that they did the Captain America origin story about 15 times uh, over the course of the past 80 wow. years or whatever, uh, he is not given a name until 1968 with Captain America number 109. And that is when he is giving the name Heinz Kruger. 15 times. It's almost as many times as we've seen Batman's origin. Right. So that that's exactly. pretty impressive. Exactly. Um, um I mean like and that's not I realize that sounds like it's a joke, right. but I mean like that is actually like factual. So I'm right. saying like that's getting really cl- like that's insane yeah. that Captain America has had that many. Yeah. Uh Well, they've had this same and then three in movies little too. part to it, like that it's this guy. Yeah. So um <laughs> I like that he's a he's a constant like if if the TVA was out there, yeah. right? Like in between comics and TV, if someone other than Kruger shows up, surely show up and say, We gotta wipe this timeline. Absolutely. Kruger has to be here. Kruger is a fixed piece of the Absolutely. timeline. Absolutely. Yeah, you can't like take Kruger point. out. Kruger is essential. Here's his bio. Heinz Kruger was a spy and agent of Nazi Germany's Gestapo. He was sent by Hitler to infiltrate the U.S. Army's Project Rebirth in order to stop Dr. Abraham Erskine from experimenting his super soldier serum on Steve Rogers. Experimenting his super soldier serum is not how you'd normally say that, but that's fine. Arrived right. at, he arrived at Long Island in the United States. He was contacted by members of the Nazi Fifth Column, which is the secret Nazi-infiltrated mm-hmm. part of America that they always talk about in the comics who told him they have successfully found a secret cover identity he could use to pass Project Rebirth's security check. In New York City, Kruger then contacted Major Kerfoot, 
who gave him the papers which identified him as U.S. Foreign Affairs Ministry Special Agent Frederick Clemson. Rep- replacement for U.S. Interior Department Senary, Senate, sorry, U.S. Interior Department Secretary Ickes, or Ix, who couldn't attend to the experiment demonstration. After Project Rebirth's co- candidate Steve Rogers had been successfully enhanced by Dr. Erskine's serum and Vita rays, Kruger broke off the obs- broke off the observations cabin's glass. I don't know if it was removable like that. It sounds like it's like a he broke it and took it out, but he broke the observation yeah. cabin's glass, shooting Erskine right. with a gun, immediately killing him. Rogers tried to ca- trying to capture Kruger, threw him off the Vita ray chamber, accidentally causing his death. So in the comics, he just tossed him and. Uh, and that was how he died. And then he was like, you know, that does suck that I just immediately killed someone. But tossing actually feels kind of good. Could we get me something? Yeah, like, exactly. Could I just toss Can I toss a Gestapo agent every time? It sort of feels like maybe it think, doesn't. Do you think that he immediately found his calling, which is, hey, tossing stuff does yeah. work. Steve actually. Rogers. It turns out throwing things. Master tosser. Pretty effective. Um, um, sorry, everyone who's in England. All right. So uh, just a couple of things <laughs> from the... Uh, Avengers the Initiative Annual Number One. Uh, mm-hmm. They listed some attributes about Heinz Kruger that I was tickled by. Attributes, okay. He had quote a lovely singing voice, <laughs> and he was well gifted in the building of model ships. Is this his like Tinder bio? What I don't is know. This? There's a picture of him holding a fish, I guess. Why no, do jo- they I'm have joking. like? I'm why joking. do they have these it, bits? No, I know, but in, I mean, like, why do they have these attributes? I don't know. Why? The initiative annual number one uh, was basically like right before Secret Invasion started. It was this annual with a bunch of uh, stories in it. It had five stories. Mm-hmm. He appears in one of them. I don't know. I'm not sure why they put that stuff in there, um, but because it's weird. He was part of the Reich. Uh, along with Master Man, Warrior Woman, Wunder Knight. So hold on. The Reich, which is apparently some sort of team, is made up of mm-hmm. Master Man, Warrior Woman, Wunder Knight, and Heinz. <laughs> yeah. That is it. This is a short a short scene. I just wanted to talk about, about how his name is a sure. thing in both the comics and the novelization. Yeah. But they just blasted past that in the movie. Didn't know that. So, yeah. yeah. Interesting. Huh. Okay, yeah. well, so, James, yeah. with that, yes, I think uh, if that's all you have... That's all I have. That's it. I would like to blow open the observation deck Okay. Uh, and make room for a new thing for you to all to observe, and that would be patreon.com slash the scavengers network. Uh, we have some explosively good content there, uh, and you know it will just... It'll really uh, put a shot through the heart uh, I can't think of anything that's that. That was a stretch. I feel like so. And you're uh, to blame. Stretching, you yeah. give Patreon a great name, exactly, and that is your name in our uh, record book, and that is a name <laughs> that we will not skip over, like Kruger's right, name. Exactly, exactly. Uh, anyway, Patreon.com/slash The Scavengers Network for just two dollars a month or more, uh, mm-hmm. you can get all the bonus content uh, from the network for. That cost, you get something each month. You might get something from James about uh, ranking all of the gag reels from the MCU. You might get a thing from James uh, about the Newsies Minute folks uh, and friends doing an actual play podcast that is Kids on Bikes meets Newsies, so Kids mm-hmm. on Strikes. 
Uh, you might get something from James and Tracy doing some content about Fallout Boy. You might uh-huh. get some content from James and Colin doing some Blink-182 discussions or some uh, Rude Boy Summer stuff. Uh-huh. You might get some <laughs> bonus content from James doing <laughs> recommendations of movies, uh-huh. I think, right? Sure. You might get some bonus content from James doing... She's all that minute outtakes. She's all that minute outtakes, outtakes. right? Yep. Uh, And there's probably some other James stuff by the time this comes out, too. Almost certainly. uh, Or, oh, you know what? Hey, here's a good tease for you. There is also very soon going to be bonus content from James and Colin coming out for this show. Absolutely. It's right around the corner. And we've been sitting on this one for a for a bit but like it's really exciting so uh so you're gonna want to jump over to patreon.com slash the scavengers network two dollars a month or more absolutely and thank you so much for joining us on this episode as always i'm colin parker i'm james anderson ka-ching excelsior oh no boom no I recognize that man. That's Colin Parker. <laughs> I recognize that man, Stan Lee. <laughs> the Scavengers Network. Creator driven, community focused, treasured content. One second, I had to sneeze.